Warning, green smoothies may cause delusions of wealth, confidence, and an insatiable desire to do yoga. Hello and welcome to Think About Eurovision, a Eurovision podcast with me, Chris, a Eurovision fanatic from the UK. And me, Chrissy, a Eurovision old-timer, also from the UK. And me, Maddie, a Canadian in Eurovision. Today is another episode of the DNQ Files, the Did Not Qualify Files, where we take a look at a song that failed to make it to... Well, this is where my spiel stops, because usually I'd say we look at a song that failed to make it to Eurovision, either the grand final or to Eurovision as a whole. But today... Well, this one definitely failed to make it to Eurovision. I'm just going to throw that out there. Very true, very true. Failed in many ways in, that, in <laughs> all regards, so. And I feel maybe that I did not qualify because I haven't even watched what I'm supposed to have done, so, you know. No, that's what, that's what we're going for. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, no one else did either. No, okay. it's, it's You're in good company. <laughs> not alone, because today we are going to be sharing some of our favourite songs and the songs that me and Matty really do not like at all from the American Song Contest with Chrissy, who has not watched any of it, along with the majority of America. Along with the majority of the world. Along with the majority like, of the world, Let's not just yet. restrict this to America. No, no one cares about this contest. But I, 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 won't, I won't say, I mean, there were some songs that were great. There were some songs that were great, but there was a lot of... Country. Middling. And there was a lot of country, which is below bad for me, country. <laughs> See, I love country music, but it has to be good country music. So I was like, the first week I was just like, oh, that was, there were some pleasant country songs. And then by the third week, I'm just like, there's too many country songs. Pleasant country songs, ah. Yeah. I, I think the only sort of country musician I would actually say I enjoy the music of would be Dolly Parton. And that's because she's an icon. Yeah, it's hard to hate Dolly these days. Yeah. She's just um, written um, a crime thriller with along with somebody else. I can't remember who, um, you know, um, so look out for that. A Dolly Parton-themed crime thriller. So what can you say? I hope it comes in a pink cover. I'm sure it will, yes. <laughs> remember, it costs a lot of money to look this cheap, yes? A famous <laughs> quote. Dolly. Yeah, a famous The only quote. person who, like, the gays and the Christians both unashamedly love across yeah, the board. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. She's winning at life. Good old Dolly. What a good egg. But this is not a podcast about how wonderful a person Dolly Parton is. <laughs> Can Sadly. we just can, can we just keep that? Can we just can that be this episode? <laughs> can we just talk about Dolly instead? No, we cannot just talk about Dolly instead. We have serious American <sighs> Song Contest related business to attend to, because Matty and I have both chosen our one of our favorites, if not necessarily our absolute favorite, but one of our favorite songs, and one of our least favorite songs. And in my case, it's my absolute least favorite song. I've possibly ever heard not just in the american song contest just ever and am i going to know in advance whether you one of your favorites or one of your least favorite or am i just going to go in black no, yeah, well let's, let's let her guess was as to whether it's the top or the well, bottom you could, because... well, well, um, whether i squeal or scream you know or, i think or, that's a really good way to go about this yeah i'll just, I'll I'll just i was going to suggest that we did a shit sandwich yeah. and start with our favorites <laughs> Uh, have our least favourites in the middle and finish with the other favourite. But no, I, I reckon let's play a guessing game. Is it top or is it bobbins? 
Quite, yeah. And, and, and I, as I said, having listened to 2019 and realised that my bottom was probably your second to top, you know, there's no way of telling, darling, you know? <laughs> so, poker faces at the ready for me and Matty. Yeah. Yes, I knew right that. Then. I have a poker face. Right, Matty, uh, do you want to go first or shall I go first? Sure. So this song is called... Full Circle, performed by Tanel, and she is the performer that they chose from American Samoa. See, I think that the best part of the American Song Contest was the places they chose that weren't America, yeah. because it allowed so much visibility and just that little bit of musical diversity that I think they needed. Well, my first thoughts here are... This would fit in very well in Eurovision. Completely yeah. agree. I think both Matty and I, we were both saying the uh, territories, territories, territories? I'm not Territory, sure what the yeah. yeah. The territories were the ones that had the more Eurovision flavour in general. There is an exception to the rule. There's a few of them. There's a few exceptions. Um, yeah, there's a few exceptions to the rule. But it's... Um, there were some artists, and Tunnel is one of them, who draw upon their heritage. And that's mm-hmm. when you get the more Eurovision flavours. No, I like this. I'd, I'd be putting little ticks and things. But she doesn't strike me as typically American in any way, shape or form, which probably helps. I think that's kind of the big benefit here, is that you're getting something that's such a unique cultural flavour, but still has elements of hip-hop that could make it... Like, you could play this on an R&B like, station in America, and it would fit right in. But it would be unique enough that it's actually it stands it would stand out in a brilliant way. So I'm tipping my hand in terms of yeah. But I think it's obvious. So Chrissy, how do you feel about having more than six people on stage? Um, I found it hard to get my head round. Yes, it's it's faintly annoying. <laughs> it does make it overly busy, and yeah. this isn't even like the worst offender for it. No. <laughs> There was some where we had like a full-on block party on stage. I like the general staging. It's quite Eurovision, but you're right. I don't want, you know, it looks like we're going to back some Michael Flatley in the background now. And I quite like her Eiffel Tower headdress. Yeah. Though it's a little bit confusing, culturally. I know it's not really the Eiffel Tower, guys, before you tell me. <laughs> I've just noticed that the people on stage with her, all in their grey suits, they look a little bit culty. It's a little bit whitewashed for something <laughs> like that's so flavorful. Yeah, it's just oh look, white bread people serving white bread song. So you know, does the staging help her? No, but I think she triumphs despite the staging. Yeah, she was she was she was cool. She didn't need all that help. She didn't need any mm-hmm. help at all, really. So yeah, I, I liked that. I'm presuming that's not one that made you scream with horror. Well, we shall see when we compare and contrast with the next song. I'm I'm trying to keep the suspense rolling. Oh, yes. I am. (laughs) I'm here in my suspenders. No, I'm not really. I promise. Yes, she is, listener. Yes, she is. I wouldn't wouldn't share that with you if he Well, as I said, I've just just watched um, some girly on 2019 wearing not very much. Oh, with the the gorgeous Elena from Cyprus. In the interval oh, act, yes. wearing almost nothing. As, a, as Trisha said, <laughs> nothing but a sparkle and a smile. Yes, exactly. Yeah. All right. So this is number 
This is song number two. It is Oregon. The band's name is Courtship, and their song is Million Dollar Smoothies. Delicious looking gray green smoothie. That is a great, it's the grayest smoothie I've ever seen in my life. See, this staging reminds me of seeing Rocky Horror Show live because the bedroom scene they shoot, they do in the same way as this is shot. Oh, they've really um, embraced the la la la, haven't they? Oh, yeah, yeah, there's lots of laws in here. I guess it's Nas. It's Nas. Not to be confused but Nanas, giving uh, Snoop and Kelly some great smoothies. I will say, when they're making the water look appetizing, that's not a great sign for your smoothie. I'm just going to throw that out there. <laughs> Whether it's a good song or not... Are they making some kind of point? No. About the Gwyneth Paltrow and the goops and things about... I think there's a vague point they're making... But smoothies are expensive. <laughs> or something about hipsters. I'm really not sure what the point yeah. is they're making, if there is one. I'm biting my tongue. They've. But. Well, you have to admit that the producers have done their research. I mean, they've obviously watched some Eurovisions to show, you know, we've got to go big on this, you know? I love how he holds the mic up to the audience and, and no, no one, one sings. sings. I quite like the hats on the Smoothie Girls. That's Oregon with Million Dollar Smoothies. Thank you. Well, So what are so, you thinking? <laughs> well, I'm thinking that, you know, the song itself was okay you know fairly generic but the um and they were obviously make, trying to make having a bit of a dig at Gwyneth and the crowd you know um mm-hmm. implying that you know if, if you drink enough water then you'll live forever and if you buy this you know candle that smells like your vagina or something for 150 bucks then yeah yeah so that's what they're getting at isn't it and um I quite like the women's hats so I would like one of those hats with a straw coming out um yeah but, yeah, is it the worst song? No, but no. I just can't wait until it's finished. Yeah. That's what um, yeah, I feel it, like it's a song that's missing a lot. I'm missing a good song. And they, yeah. and they, they loved themselves a bit and they were trying a bit too hard as well. That, 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 that came over. Yeah. Yeah. When you're trying so hard to be kitsched, sometimes yeah. you just end up, they're trying to be camp and they're just ending up going camping. Yeah. Like <laughs> try to be camp and it's like they got an RV in the yeah. back. It doesn't yeah. quite work. It, did, it didn't make me scream, but, you know, but again. <sighs> For me, what made this song, well, you know, I think it's fairly obvious which song yes, which I enjoyed which, more. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and really? No, no, I'm not, with no. Million Dollar Smoothies, I don't think it's a bad song. I just think it's badly performed and it's uh-huh. badly done. And it's also a bad song. So it's just kind of there. It was one of the ones that faded into the background pretty much as soon as it was released. But the only thing that made it memorable was the visuals. Yes, but they were very, yeah. but you know, you're right. If you could only have, you know, six people on stage, um, you wouldn't, it, yeah, it was, there was too much going on. I mean, it was like, you know, let's throw everything plus the kitchen sink at this. So Yeah, mm-hmm. I think they had eight people, including courtship themselves, didn't they? Six movie girls. But then also the waitress girl and the The mopper girl. 29 million people on stage. Sorry, I miscounted. But I do want one of those hats, boys, if you can organise that for me. 
We'll let you know. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Can I just say that there's going to be a lovely ASMR moment in this recording of the songbirds outside your house, Chrissy. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I can hear them loud and clear on the recording, and I love that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> it's such a nice little additional dimension. And yet I live in the middle of a town, within the city walls. So, See, you know. you, usually the sound that's edited out of the podcast is the um, f- fire trucks and ambulances yeah. screaming down the main road that I'm on. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad because well, I'm up in the top. I'm, I've got a, a, a tall, narrow house, and I'm on the top floor, and I've got the windows all open. So, yeah. yeah. Right then. So, you preferred Tanel, pref- I'm guessing. I preferred the Samoan lady, um, but like you know, the smoothie one didn't make me want to commit Harry Kiri, which some songs have in the past. So, I'm, I'm waiting to see if Chris can frighten me more. Oh, we'll see. <laughs> don't give the game yeah, away yeah. okay so my first uh, song for our tops or bobbins uh, game is ryan charles from wyoming with his song new boot goofin my husband does have a shirt like that i'm just saying <laughs> the shirt i have no issue with no <laughs> few you're referring to the one on the man right yes yes okay just check it Oh my god. This is like the worst of everything. Yeah, I'm not, can I, I, I'm not keeping a poker face anymore. This is just no. dog shit, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I'm not a great lover of rap, but to see a white guy in a Stetson doing rap, it just makes me want to cry. <laughs> One thing I really hate is, like, he's. Like, I spent 500 on these sons of bitches, which. You know, in a com- competition where swears aren't allowed, yeah. just do something else rather than I spent five hundred on these sons of like. No, don't like that. Lazy. See, this is what happens when straight people do Eurovision. This is this is what we get. Well, I will say, out of what was it, fifty-six songs in your in American Song Contest, this one was definitely in my top fifty-six. <laughs> Oh, this is no. This is just the worst of all worlds. You so know, when it's... I said that I, I chose a song that is one of the worst songs I've ever heard, ever. Yeah, I mean, if you, if you couldn't bad. see them, I mean, the girls are beautiful, but you know they're shaking their booties and and you know in a way that frankly isn't necessary. And if you just heard this without any visuals, it would you'd just switch it off or throw something at the radio. Unless you're a TikToker. Yep. This song was absolutely 100% made for that TikTok app that the younglings use. Yes, but as you know, I'm possibly 50 years too old for TikTok, so... Don't worry, you're avoiding the spyware on your phone. Allegedly. (laughs) Alleged spyware app. Oh, no, this is just... This is terrible. And he'd be quite a lot of beers as well, I have to tell you. Especially in the hat. Honestly, not enough beer in the world. No. That's what we call a dead on the mortuary slab with a whiskey chaser. That's when it's not enough beer in the world. That's how. Right. Yeah, just... Um, yeah, I, I mean, look, yeah. I couldn't keep the poker face. I hate that God. song, and I'm God, so glad awful. you agree. Yeah, it was, well, it was just... If it had been some cool black guy doing his thing, you know, um, you know, New York, it, it would have... I, I'm going, oh, I don't like rap, but it would have probably been okay of its genre, but it was just a... a horrible horrible mismatched mix up of 
everything. And that song didn't qualify from its um, semi-its uh, qualifying round. Yeah. However, was put through on the basis of basically being a viral hit on TikTok as one of the two wild cards. Uh huh. So how did it work? The competition. Obviously, you had fifty six. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How is it supposed to work? I mean, so there were fifty six. So that's the fifty two main state. Uh, the fifty main states plus six. Bits and bobs like Western Samoa, yeah? And what yeah. happened? So it was every week 11 people presented and the top four went through. One was jury and then three were picked from uh, jury plus televote. And the jury, the year. jury winner was annoyingly predictable. Yeah. It, uh-huh. it got by the third week, everyone was just like, this is going to go through because it's the country song. This is going to go through because it's the white person. It's a like guitar it, it song. It became really embarrassingly apparent how they were working things, and uh-huh. it wasn't. It wasn't good. And throughout the episode, each each of the episodes, they would tell you where things were being ranked by the jury, which yeah. kind of leads the audience. Yeah, absolutely. You can't you, you can't know any of that up. in advance, can you? You shouldn't. Yeah. No. Well, it kind of backfired on them because <laughs> you know, by the end, anyone who was being influenced by the jury like didn't even matter in the slightest but this is stuff for another day we can oh, yes. we can get into let's let's have a, a palate freshener shall we how about just mental bleach maybe that's yeah. a thing <laughs> mental bleach so in a similar vein that new boot goofin was a wild card qualifier for the semi-final my second choice which look there's no point um no, it's you know, obviously bluffing. gonna be one you, you like. know i like this yeah. song was also a wild card for the semi-final and chosen by the um, producers to go through. And I couldn't have been more delighted. So let's have a listen to this next one. So next up, we have Anissa, who represents New York with her song Green Light. She's Nick Sam Ryder's outfit. It is very similar. Still a lot too many people on the stage with nine yeah. in total, but... But they're hiding them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm jigging along, boys, in that slightly embarrassing auntie at a wedding way, but, you know. <laughs> so what are you thinking musically? I'd be interested to know your thoughts. Oh, I'll probably embarrass myself by saying the wrong genre because, you know... Oh, I don't know what genre it is. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> I would say this is pop music. Yeah. yeah. R&B pop. Mm-hmm. What's great about her is like she was actually kind of saying she has like Albanian history, yeah, and you like heritage, and you can tell. Like it's it feels like you this mean there's was a whiff of the souk as um as Terry Wogan would always have said. So I I think the fact that her family is Albanian, this feels like a Eurovision song. It I, I feel I don't know if it's if there's any truth in this. It might just be me projecting. I think maybe she has watched Eurovision growing up. Yeah. I suspect. 17 less people on stage, and it would be yeah. perfect on stage on Eurovision. <laughs> Are they all singing live, like, at Eurovision? <laughs> Theoretically. Interesting question. Anyway. Because <laughs> having just watched 2019, I've just um, survived Madonna's performance, and... Um, yeah. No one survived Madonna's performance. Yeah. Madonna, Madonna didn't survive least. her performance. <laughs> oh, a Eurovision ending. Very much so. 
with the seat with the I was about to say CN Tower with the Statue of Liberty in the background. Absolutely, in case we didn't I, know where she was from. I unapologetically love that song. Yeah, it was good. I think it it feels so Eurovision. Yeah, and like like we've mentioned, you know, possibly due to her Albanian heritage, it it sounds apart. Although when I think, I think of Albanian, I always think of that woman with the with the big ball of wool on her head who screamed into the microphone. Do you remember her? Oh yes, yeah. I the one. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, but she did have a big ball of wool on her head, didn't she? Something like that. It wasn't real hair, but no, no, no. I, I, I quite, I quite understand. Yes, it, that was a what I would call an unembarrassing song, and um, and I was jigging along. Yeah, good. Yeah, it's a great bop. Now, yeah. you mentioned something then about singing live. Yeah. Matty, should we play Chrissy the winning song? Maybe both versions? I think we should, but before I'm going to go, I'm going to go to round two because I realized, you know what? I'm just going to hijack this for a bit because Chrissy has to hear two more songs. Uh-huh. Okay. If you're okay. So she, this one, I think we can keep a bit more of a poker face and she can figure out which one's the top and which one's the bottom. Okay, then. I'm interested to know. Because this one, I feel like, is the most Eurovision-esque. Okay, Kansas. Kansas. Yeah, this is Kansas. Uh, So I want you to just picture Kansas in your head. This is Broderick Jones with Tell Me. The great thing is that for the semifinals, they each got to have a glow-up. That was an interesting thing, yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. just um, tweaking little bits of the performance. And then some of them also tweaked again for the final, didn't they? Yep. Alexa had three different shows. Yes. Four, technically. It's a lovely tank top he's got on there. Now, this is a performance that could be lifted straight and put onto the Eurovision stage. It meets all the criteria, mm-hmm. as it, you know, there's a prop, and there's not more than, I think, two people on stage. Blimey. A change of pace. It's very uh, icebreaker, Iceland 2019. 18? But that's a classic Eurovision trope, isn't it? To have the kind of the slow introduction that suddenly bursts forth into the uh, much livelier tune. I quite like the song, though. See, this one we're much better at keeping poker faces on. Cause... But you're right, it's not embodying Kansas for me. I think that's kind of its biggest strength, is that it's not what you... Ex- Kansas and what was the Oklahoma... Mm. They're both states that you think would send something, and they're the two states that send something drastically different mm-hmm. than what you'd expect. So, I mean, I, I mean, all I could tell you about Kansas is that's where... Um, that's where Dorothy's uh, from, of Dorothy's course. from, yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's where my knowledge of Kansas starts and ends. It was a set, darling. It was a set. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love Jinx. Hashtag Team Jinx. One thing I want for, to happen... Across all things like Eurovision American Song Contest, is for those CO2 cannons not to be heard by the microphones. It annoys me. They're so loud. <laughs> I hate hearing that sound. So why are the girls all in kind of, you know, um, glittery like, um, you know, lycra, and he's in his granny's tank top? It's called uh, I don't know fashion. that's not fair it's a choice it's a very distinct choice that they made yeah and it's always the way isn't it let's get the girls you know all dressed up with everything hanging out and the bloke just walks around in his pajama trousers you know he looked ready to go for a game of golf yeah 
Yes, he did. That's yeah. exactly the aesthetic, I think. Yeah. But there's not- something, it's like, well, when we compare the two, I'm curious to know what you, what your uh, your takeaway is from them. Okay. So this is this is the next one. This was Florida. It was uh, Ali Zabala, and it was the song was called "Flirt." Ali Zabala, Ali Zabala, right? It sounds a bit like Ali Baba. Has he got forty <laughs> thieves? Who knows? And this is Florida. I, I want not that to be Flo your Rider. impression going into this. Yeah, okay. you, you can stick that in the back of the head really quick. Okay. <laughs> yeah, not not featuring San Marino's favorite person, no. Florida. No. But oh, I forgot about the TikTok moments at the start of the video. Of course, I liked, but I'd forgotten about that. <laughs> I appreciate the use of like a Zydeco kind of vibe at the start of a song. Mm-hmm. Thousand and One Nights is not doing it for me, you know. Again, far too many people on the stage. This is not, um, you know, um, a West End musical, is it? Well, this song might be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, it could be because I mean, I could imagine if you told me Lin Manuel Miranda wrote this. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, I can see that. Well, that's giving me a headache. I'm just so out of touch with the way things are presented nowadays, you know. Because, except for the um, the the um, cowboy boots song, all the songs have been okay, but some of these. The productions of them are are not going down well with me. This lot look old. they all all look about sixteen. I mean, like I said, the, my favorite thing about this is a Zydeco flavor, which just not enough of it. I want more. I'm I would like for you know someone to have come with a, a straight up Zydeco song. That would, I would, they, a, we a almost got that. We got a song. we got a mariachi song. Oh, Las Marias. Oh, you know how you used to hijack? I might have to do a hijack. Okay, that's fine. Or it's because they're all so young looking as well. It looks like something, you know, from the, the, the end of term show at the um, at the local, proper, the proper stage school, because obviously they can sing and dance and what have you. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's that was, I, I very much felt it was not the target audience for that one. That's fair. So I kind of lied. The, both of those songs are like my top two. <laughs> so... <laughs> Ali Zabala didn't make it out of her semi-final. Ah, oh, well, you see, I, see, I, I, I quite shame. like the song. I like the songs, but I said I, I, I felt that, you know, lots of girls skipping around in pink was, you know. Yeah, but, well, but as I said, so the Texas, the, 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 the cowboy boots one is the only one so far that's made me want to, you know, my, my ears bleed. Well, that's good. I mean, whilst we're talking, well, I, I, I have decided, you know, we've gone off topic. We've, we were going to just do four songs. And we've got to a point where we're like, oh, what, 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 I want to share this one with you. And now there's one I want to share with you. And look, um, you'll notice my excitement in my voice. I'm not going to hide it. I love this song. And I actually think you will love this song. Okay. So. Okay. Well, I feel to... like we're just turning this into the good songs from American song Yeah, because I said there's only I'm been one with. so far that, that, that's made me go, ah. So, you know. So we've, we have managed to shit on a song at least once, so that's yeah. good. But you did kind of warn me that the American Song Contest had been a disaster, and so did oh, it. it was. Did, did it finish in the end? Because you said you know you had you had what five five um um people qualification watching. rounds, <laughs> five, yeah, <laughs> five qualification rounds, and then um 
some semi-finals and then a final? Did it all? Because at yeah, one point you thought. it finished on Eurovision week. Uh-huh. Yeah, it finished the Monday before, literally the day before semi-finals one came and took all of its thunder, as it rightfully should have. Yes. Because I think we all know what we would have preferred. Yes. Right then. So, for Arizona, we have Las Marias with Della Finiquera. Now, Chrissy, you, you speak Spanish, don't I you? I do, yes. Yeah. So you probably will be able to understand this song better than uh, Matty and I. Well, I'll have a go. I'll have a go at listening to the lyrics, but you know what it's like. Sometimes I'm with Kim on the... What were they singing? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like the melody. Yeah. That was a nice. That was nice and lovely, and I was jigging along. But what they were singing about, who knows? So. See, the downside to this is now we're playing all of the good songs yeah. for Chrissy, and she's going to think that the entire contest was like this, and we have to be like, no, no, uh, uh, no, it was love, no, no. Yeah. But you've seen the lowest of the low. Yeah. And to be fair, I think that we we Matty and I have shot on American Song Contest from a great height a lot. Yeah. But I really don't think. Most of it was bad. Just a lot of it was f- forgettable. A lot of it was mediocre, yeah? And, you know, as we've yeah. said, you know, that doesn't go down well. In Eurovision, you've got to be fabulous or dreadful, really, haven't you, to be memorable. That's very yeah. true. Right then, are we ready? Let's do. Well, finiquera is not, is, not, is not a Spanish word, so God only knows what that means, because there's no K in Spanish, so um, oh. that's um, a made-up word. Wasn't finiquera just the name of the space? Of Possibly. like their house? Possibly, yes. Maybe. Una finca is, is, a, is a word for like a ranch with a C, F-I-N-C-A. Well, it could so, be because of a difference between American, uh, Mex- uh, Mexican Spanish and... Well, South American Spanish and Hispanic Spanish and Latin yeah. Spanish and real Spanish. Um, yeah, but it's not, you know, there's still no Ks. <laughs> Fair enough. It's like there's no, right. there's, there's no Bs in Finnish, doesn't matter, you know, there are no Bs in Finnish and there is no Ks in Spanish, so... If you need me, I'll be here vibing. Ah, the mariachi band, yeah. I love that it's an all-female mariachi band, too. That's something I didn't clock before, but I'm just like, that just adds this whole other delightful level to this. Do you see why I love this song? This is just one of those moments that felt like watching Eurovision. It's all about, you know, those who believe in me and, you know, bad experiences make you stronger and the people at home will always support me. It's that kind of vibe going on. That's so Eurovision. It's your classic mariachi sort of tune, isn't it? I, I love that, that guitarist at the end. Yeah. She can shred. Like, you can tell that she is hitting every note, even if that's not the actual, you know, if it's a you know, playback of the guitar. When she's playing it back on stage, she's hitting every single one of those notes. She shreds that acoustic guitar, and I'm loving that. But I think because it's mainly in Spanish, it feels Eurovision is a different language in mm-hmm. a show that had, what, 55 songs entirely in English? Just about entirely in English, yeah. There was a couple songs that did Hispanic. Yeah. Like, Loco had some, Cruise Rock had some. But, like, this song is 95% in Spanish. Are they twins? I believe they are, yes. Yeah. There's a special kind of magic that comes when family sings harmonies together. Yeah. Because they can, they know each other's voice and mind better than anyone. And they tend to move in the same way as well. I went, I went to see the Osmonds a few years ago, and they were fantastic. It's just something about even the way they walk. You know, they they're all just kind of 
you're right, they just know each other. Now, that was very sweet, very lovely. I, I fell in love with mariachi-style music. Yeah. Um, when I, I was at college um, trained to be a chef, which I don't do because I'm not insane. Um, worst job in the world. Um, chef! <laughs> just, just horrible, horrible job. I wouldn't recommend it to anybody. Mm. Food's delicious. Working as a chef, horrible. Um, but one of our projects, well, it was like a, not even an actual project. It was a project I took on on my own. We had an enterprise day and people in the catering team came up with like different ideas of things that could make the college some money. Uh, not a single one of them was good enough to actually make the college some money, except my suggestion. Which was? I suggested, because um, there was like different little uh, catering areas in the college. I suggested turning one of them into a Mexican uh, sort of canteen at lunchtime called Mex Cantina. And I had a playlist of mariachi music featuring mainly mariachi El Bronx. Yeah. Which is a punk rock band, the Bronx's mariachi outfit, which is just straight up mariachi. They don't do like punk style. They just do straight up mariachi music. Uh, But I fell in love with that style of music then. Um, So as soon as I heard uh, De La Finiquera, I was like, oh, just memories. Because when I was at college and trained to be a chef, I still loved it. Yeah. I still wanted to be a chef back then. I had great fun cooking traditional Mexican food. There was no burritos, nothing like that. No Tex-Mex, yeah. (laughs) It was proper, real, authentic Mexican food I'd found from a 70s Mexican cookbook. Are there beans? Are there beans and corn? Then corn and beans, maybe some tomatoes. There you go. That's real Mexican food. I reminds me. I went to Cuba a few years ago, and um, uh, we we bought a CD from a, um, a a group who were playing in the street, and that's very much that kind of thing, you know. Um, good. Cuba was was fabulous. So, yeah. Sorry, sorry to our many many American listeners who can't go. So. <laughs> Are you ready for another song that we're going to have a look at before we get to the eventual winner? Okay, yes, right. It, this has begun. We have gone off topic, but who cares? Yeah, exactly. We're having fun listening to some what, great What songs. else have I got to do this evening? Nothing, nothing. <laughs> nothing that's more important than this. Right then. Yep, so uh, so this is uh, the act that represented Nevada. Uh, the act is called The Crystal Method, and the song's called Watch Me Now. Okay. Now, The Crystal Method appears like a band but as far as i understand is not a band is that right matty they're they were one of the legacy bands so they've actually been around for a long time they're really they're really really well known at least in america but they're more of a dj collective yeah so so we got the main yeah. guy who's who's a dj at the back of the stage you'll see and he kind of just worked with is he wearing an musicians. astronaut's costume that's what i want to know because of course that's what i expect now after norway this year. <laughs> he is not dj astronaut oh. And they're not dressed as wolves. There's no wolves oh, in this performance. I'm, just, I'm already disappointed. Well, then we can see. There might be wolves. Yeah. Inside you, there are two wolves. Yes. <laughs> So many lasers. The DJ for my daughter's wedding quoted 300 euros for a smoke machine, so he said, no thanks. Don't need it. Mm. Just get a few people with vape pens. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is not my kind of music, but it's not awful. It's quite good of, of its genre, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I had the chance to see them live in Toronto, and I didn't go, but I could have. And I'm you kind of just have. like, next time I would definitely go see them. Yeah. It, I mean, 
Matty, are we are we doing poker faces or are we going to say how we feel about this song? It's the best song in the contest. Yeah, it's absolutely like, the best song in the contest. We this didn't qualify. It was even leading the jury scores up until pretty much the last act. Yeah. So, and then the public didn't even push it through. So both Matty and I were gutted. Actually, in a funny way, I quite like it, I must admit. It's a fully realised performance. It's quite old-fashioned, though. I mean, it sounds like something from the late 70s or the early 80s. Or perhaps this kind of music has never really moved on. I think it's the latter. I mean, it's modern, but it's also timeless in a way, I think. Mm Mm-hmm. It kind of stays true to... Like, the Crystal Method kind of broke out in the 90s. And this feels very, like, 90s today. Yeah. Yeah, that's very much, you know, when I was at university, if you went into the boys' hall of residence, that's what you could hear, you know, coming out of most of their rooms. Yeah, it was all right. It, you know, it wasn't... Again, it didn't make my ears bleed or make me want to scream. So you've, you've let me down, boys. I was expecting, you know, a horror fest. Well, I think we're coming up to that. Oh, OK. So, uh... <laughs> This is the winner. I just okay. popped in the queue. And um, and what is the what is the um the the scandal about whether or not it was, you know, well, live or not? We'll we'll see. We'll see. Okay. And um, we'll see what happens. Okay. Because this was from the semifinal, and this uh song got this this particular performance got some questions where people were not sure if she was singing live or not. Uh huh. So. I say let's let it ride and see what you think. Okay. So this is the semi-final I'm about to watch, yeah? Yes. Right. Okay. So questions will be asked. Hang on. Let's have a look. So this is a K-pop song. Do you know much about K-pop? I know it's Korean pop and I, um, you know, I have, I've seen the occasional one, you know, um, occasional music video, but no, not much. But it's usually ni- ni- nice, smiley, inoffensive young men doing um you know boys only stuff isn't it yeah that's, that sounds like what i know about bts who i think are the yeah, yeah. premium k-pop group that have broken out of korea yeah and blackpink is like the female equivalent of that so alexa's more in that realm i think uh-huh uh, so yeah this is oklahoma's alexa with wonderland okie kokey right i'm ready i'm ready boys I'm going to say, outright, this song is on my running playlist. It's a really good song to run to. It is a good running song. I mean, it's a good song. It's too much going on. No, she's not singing live because she you'd have heard that as she dropped. <laughs> no, she's... There's a reason they don't do dance routines <laughs> this active. A lot of these performances I've seen this evening... They seem very much like music videos, you know? They they don't give me that kind of live performance feeling that you get from, always get from every Eurovision performance. You get the feeling that they're in a huge arena with a huge audience and they're actually singing to them, you know? Yeah. Whereas this looks like something that should have, could have been filmed, you know? And It's very slick. Yeah. I think it's a great stage show. No, there's too much going on. It's It's too busy. But then that's that whole, um, you know, truncated, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, 
when they can't concentrate. Concentration span, that's the word I'm looking for, yeah. <laughs> so my whole thought is just like, it's called the American Song Contest. It's not called the American Singing Contest. No, that's true. So they're but... displaying the song, and she chose to make it this giant, elaborate, extravaganza festival. So I just like, I don't agree with the thought of not singing, like live. But at the same time, I'm just like, if you're not going to sing live, at least do everything you can to make it engaging and entertaining and fun and slick. Because I'm just like, you know, you couldn't do this singing live. So. And then she throws herself off the back of the stairs. As you do. There is a shot where it shows her in the in the foam pit. And I just thought, when I saw it, I was like, I want to fall backwards off those stairs into yes. a bit, big foam that pit. Would, that would be <laughs> fun, wouldn't it? Yes, well, I, I, I think it's fair to say that she was not singing live there. There's only yeah. one way to really find out, isn't there, Matty? There is. Uh, so this one... So Yeah, because Alexa was the winning song. And I uh-huh. think it's fair to say it's a great song. And she also... I mean, she won by a country mile, didn't yeah. she, Matty? But not yes. a country mile. <laughs> a K-pop mile. Yeah. Yes. I, well, I'm quite... I'm quite relieved that I mean obviously you've um you've cherry-picked these for me but I was exp- and you said you know it was there were endless bloody you know country dirges and this that and the other but it, it's been quite sort of um inclusive and um diverse in what you know you, there's been you know uh, East we've Asian. been very careful in yeah. terms of what we have picked for yes you. yeah I mean because you had you've East Asian Hispanic <laughs> and yeah exactly <laughs> So I, I feel that this is not a representative, um, you know, uh, selection. Want, we can do another one of this and we can just do all the country shite. Yeah. So yes. in Eurovision world, we have the winner's proposal yeah. and they'll reel out the props in most cases. Yeah. And they'll perform a song again flawlessly, even if they've been drinking since they yes. played performed, you know, on like the ninth song of the night or something. Yeah, because everyone knows that's the deal. And I've never, I've never seen anyone embarrass themselves in that reprisal. Ghana International came close. Yeah, but that's because she just fell over. She didn't embarrass herself when it, when she didn't it came to... She embarrass herself. She just delayed the show a bit. Yes, exactly. But she... ins- insisting on a costume change. Yes, yeah. Uh, Jean-Paul Gautier or whatever his name is, yes. Right, so so this is her... So she gets given the um, gets given the trophy and then she Which reprises. Which is also a glass microphone, oh, like... Yeah, I was going like to say, even origin. from here, it's, it's a, I can see that it's, you know, been done. That's one of the things they did right, I think, yeah. having a glass microphone as the prize, yeah. as a trophy. She's hugging Kelly, she's crying. Yeah. The music starts. You'll pop your name on each in love, you'll need that. <laughs> Someone gives her a mic. <laughs> Sing it because I can't. <laughs> why? Why does she even bother putting any monitors in? She ain't fooling nobody. Uh, it's it's possibly the worst thing I have ever seen, and the fact that no one's. The fact that no one's taken this and spread it like wildfire is the only thing that, like, that's the only way I know that the American Song Contest had no impact whatsoever. Because this would be everywhere. Because she cannot carry a tune. 
anything I can do to prevent myself from singing. Thank everybody to avoid singing. <laughs> like she's out of breath, just sort of jumping around a little yeah. bit. Yes, you can't do all that and sing at the same time. She can't sing. Even when you're young and fit. She yeah. can't sing and do anything. No, I mean, yes, that was... Yeah, yeah. So, um, so, so let's just uh, summarise. Do you think she was singing during the actual uh, performances in the main show? No. <laughs> what? Uh, certainly not. I'm shocked. So she couldn't get away with that in the, in the Eurovision. No. No. <laughs> It's so bad. Yeah. And essentially, there's just much too much about the whole, the dance routine and the... the I said, it, it, that, that's, that's designed for a music video. It's not designed for a live performance. So yeah. do you feel like you've missed out on the American Song Contest? No. <laughs> I feel that I've got two chums who can, you know, um, curate a selection for me. And um, that saved me from watching... 56 songs of which probably six were worth hearing yeah i mean i've, I've I got would a say playlist maybe like 15 yeah okay i'll be generous and say 15 i mean i've made a playlist called um american song contest songs that aren't shit <laughs> i see so that, that that's where we're starting from is it yeah let me have a look how many songs i've put into it um bear with me One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven. All of which you've heard today. Seven out of seven out of fifty-six that aren't shit. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. That 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 tells me everything I need to know. Yeah, let's see. I have I have my American Song Contest plots here. In the best category, I have seven. <laughs> <laughs> I you know you rest your case, my lad. Yeah. Yeah. We both have seven songs that we don't think are shit. Shit. Yes. And then the songs I do have a bigger. Kind of, I, have, I think I have a bigger good category than you do, though. Yeah, I think you have more that you think that's good. And Michael Bolton was there. Yeah, Michael Bolton was with there. his hair, or has he got no hair anymore? Is it a he, wig or what? It is. He's got some hair, but just not as much as he once had. No, but I hope you're you're pleased that the winning girl has the same hair color as you. Chris, although oh, yours, yours is more lilac-y, isn't it, really? Well, I've got purple at the front and blue at the back. Yeah. And yes. it's going to be green at the end as well when I get next get it done. As long as that's just your green. hair, darling, you don't want anything else green at the end, do you? <laughs> Good Lord, no. Well, it's, it's certainly been an education, boys, and I, I thank you for that because, you know, I, I felt there was a gap in my education there. And now, well, we apologize for introducing it to you. And, and, uh, but, I'll put it this way. None of the songs that were in my bottom, we played today. Okay. So if so, we want to have another episode where we scrape the bottom, there's options. What is the general, but also, why would we do that to ourselves? Yeah, what is the general consensus um, from the kind of the TV companies and the, what have you about how it went and whether it was a success or not? I don't think anyone has used American Song Contest and success in the same sentence. Uh-huh. Um, I would be very surprised Unless if there was another one. There's a big fat not in there, you know. This was the... not a success. Yeah. No, I mean, it was continually getting beaten in the ratings by American Idol. Uh huh. By a fair margin. Yeah. So but, that you 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 don't think they're likely to do try it again then? I would. Put bet money on it not happening because America. I mean, I was surprised they didn't just cancel it before it even completed the entire series. Mm. Well, that's what you were—you were, you were hinting like that at that. You know that that might happen. That it, it had gone so badly that 
it might not you know go run the whole course but it did in the end because american tv execs they're brutal if something's not pulling in the ratings they'll just can it yeah but the trouble is it it went on too long you know this you know the 11 songs isn't enough they could have done 22 yeah yeah could have done 22 but even so 25 and and uh, 25 and 26 and split the difference yeah whatever needs to be done do two semi-finals and yeah, maybe they might not want to do it over the course of one week like Eurovision. They could have done it, you know, one week, one week, and then the final. Yeah, exactly. And keep... Follow the same Eurovision format, and it would have probably worked better. Maybe yeah. more event TV than an hour and a half of TV for the evening. Well, certainly yeah. the, the songs that you've shown me are a lot more um, varied than I was expecting. But then I, again, I think that's because you've picked and chosen carefully, you know, that We've had a bit we of have. this and a bit of that. Yeah, exactly. Not We not... could have played you 30 different types of country song. Yeah. And I don't think I'm exaggerating well, that. Be, it's at least 25. Yeah. <laughs> well, good for Oklahoma, who couldn't be more kind of, you know, Bible belt, you know, country singing area if it tried. And yet it sent something, you know, a K-pop song. So, you know. Her legions of fans definitely helped that get the massive win. Yeah. Because it was quite satisfying watching... What I knew was going to be the jury's favourite, um, Alan Stone, who came with like, he was full on. Uh, do, you, do you want to know BBC. what the scores were? I have them up. Oh yes, please. So Alan Stone and was it uh, Washington was the other place that yes, the jury Tyler Braden pushing. Yeah, so Tyler Braden too. came in first with the jury with a hundred and five. And then, oh, sorry, uh, that was Alan Stone. And then yeah. Kentucky was Tyler Braden with 79. That was the jury score. Uh, Tennessee was 88. Oklahoma was 56. Uh-huh. So mm-hmm. they only got 56 points. But the public score, the highest non-Oklahoma score was 478 points. Alexa with Oklahoma scored 654. Crikey. And how many did the jury favorite get? Jury favorite got two hundred and fifty-four. Uh-huh. So a chasm of difference. So what yeah. came bottom on on both on both kinds of voting? Uh, let's see. Oklahoma ends up coming first. Second was Colorado. Riker Lynch with Field Love somehow. Uh, the absolute bottom was Tennessee. Tyler Braden, who was one of the judges' favorites. Oh, yeah. and is he that came what... the absolute bottom in the public vote. Yeah, and and who came bottom in the jury vote? Uh, who came bottom in the jury vote? Let me see. That would be Colorado. Yes, Riker Lynch. You haven't heard Riker Lynch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he For ultimately came second overall. Yes. So, so the jury and the and, and the public vote did not did not um, line up in any way. Not even remotely. Diametrically opposed. Possibly, as you said, possibly because people were kind of reacting to being told what to vote for. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that should that should be kept a secret, really. Before you know, if you're going to give everyone a um, and you know a level playing field, I also think it was an interesting move to have a jury vote that counted for so little of the actual numbers at the end. Mm-hmm. It almost didn't matter. Uh huh. So it wasn't fifty was fifty like um in no, Eurovision. That, no, it was like a hundred and something as a top jury score to six hundred and something for the top televote score or public vote score. It wasn't a 50-50 kind of split. It's like, why bother having a jury if you're going to make it so that no matter what the jury like, 
the public vote can just come and smash that out of the water. Mm. It seems pointless. And was there, and it was pointless. And was there a decent take-up? I mean, did they have a reasonable number of people voting, or was it a bit sad? Um, we don't really know. No. Bit cloak and dagger the figures, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we um, know, we never know the figures for the Eurovision or or for any of those bake you know anything like Strictly and what have you that you you vote for. They never tell you, you know, percentages or numbers or anything, do they? Just the order. No. Well, th- there it is. Possibly the most hilarious live performance ever on television. <laughs> um, <laughs> I remember I was tweeting along to the end because you know someone gave her a hot mic, and I don't know why anyone thought that was a good idea. <laughs> What's a hot mic? Well, that's turned on. Oh, right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I see. Mike doing his actual job, you know. That person was handed their P45 the following morning. Yeah. So that is the American Song Contest. If you want to play the evisceration of it, I do go further into it, into my own podcast. (laughs) Shameless plug. Why not? Yeah, quite. Well, well, I feel feel I'm not a complete and utter virgin now. So, you know, but, but as I said, thank you for being gentle with me, boys, you know. That's all I can say. Hopefully, uh, Eurovision Canada or Canadian Eurovision, what they're calling it, will be much better than that. Yeah. Do we know any Canadians who like Eurovision, Chris? Do we know any? Nah, no, don't know I any. Don't, no. <laughs> well, I'm still aiming to be the host of Eurovision Canada, so yeah. if that doesn't happen... Just keep well, working on it. I will make it happen. Yeah. I will make it happen. Breathe it into existence. Why not? Absolutely. Absolutely. I believed in God once. I can believe in this too. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag Matty yes, can you believe lots right? of fantastical things. Yeah. Well, if, 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 if Australia can take it on board, you know, at, at, at a ridiculous time of day, then the Canadians can do it in the afternoon, for God's sake, you know. <laughs> Just keep writing to them. Dear Canadian Broadcasting Corporation. Give me a job, love Matty. Is that? Well, is I it? just got to hit up Martin Osterdahl and then we'll we'll work from there. So. <laughs> well then, I think that about wraps everything up. So, until next time. Bye. 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 La 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 la